Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the WWE Podcast Week in Review for this Sunday, July 10th. 2022 and we have a lot to talk about as always every single Sunday night here on the flagship show because we are going to dive into everything that happened this week in WWE with Smackdown and Monday Night Raw and as we start to really go full tilt into SummerSlam season which is crazily just three weeks away until the event itself there's so much to dive into and including will Vince McMahon actually step down given the findings We're going to talk about that and so much more right after this. If you want thought-provoking discussions, great guests, and plenty of laughs, go ahead and check out the Culture Podcast with Jeff and Ant every Monday morning wherever you listen to podcasts. It's where hip-hop and life intersect. Also, check out the website, theculture.one, for even more content. The Culture Podcast, inspired by and for... So in addition to pro wrestling that I need every day, I don't know about you, I need coffee every day and I need quality coffee. That's why I go with coffeeofvalhalla.com. They get fresh roasted specialty coffee roasted the day it ships to your door. 
Again, it's coffeeofvalhalla.com. That's coffee of V-A-L-H-A-L-L-A-V-A-L-H-A-L-L-A.com because the owner is a former service member trying to take care of his battle buddies. He donates 50% of the proceeds to StopSoldierSuicide.org. So order today and use discount code 10OFF, all one word, for a 10% discount or you can subscribe and save 15% off of your order. So go get some coffee again at coffeeofvalhalla.com, coffeeofvalhalla.com, guys. And also donate to a great cause and have a great cup of coffee, guys. Coffeeofvalhalla.com. This is WWE superstar Drew McIntyre, and you're listening to the WWE Podcast. One that everybody wants me. You're gonna acknowledge me. Welcome to the WWE podcast, everybody. It is Sunday, July 10th, 2022. Hope everybody is enjoying their, their summer so far. I know that's already going quick. In just three weeks, we're not only at SummerSlam, but then we're into August. And those of you who are football fans, there's no better time of the year, right? No better time of the year than football that starts. And I mean, training camp starts, what, in a few weeks too. So uh, I'm not a a huge football uh, database. Let me just say that I'm not the most intelligent or well-spoken guy when it comes to football chatter. But I'm a fan of it, especially from a, from a fantasy perspective. So those of you who uh, have your fantasy teams, think about it. It's uh, it's coming. It's coming soon as we all get to stress out every single Sunday night. Uh, but welcome, everybody, to the WWE podcast. And we have a lot to get to tonight because there's a lot going on uh, with Vince McMahon. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll start there. Look, Vince McMahon, it's being reported. Uh, I, I'll go with really. I mean, there's a lot of sources here. Uh, that are reporting this, but I'll go with the Wall Street Journal, who actually were the first ones to break the story of the $3 million hush money, which got multiplied by four, <laughs> to uh, $12 million in hush money to four women. So each of them, well, they didn't each get $3 million, but let's uh, let's dive into this. So uh, uh, let's see here. Well, well, hold on. Wall Street Journal is giving me a damn paywall. All right, let's skip Wall Street Journal because they're making me pay, and I'm not paying to see free uh, free news. So let's see here. Uh, as the Wall Street Journal reported earlier this week, WWE Chairman and CEO Vince McMahon paid over $12 million in hush money to four women over the past 16 years. Because of those reports, Netflix reportedly pulled out of a documentary that was in development. And according to Denise Salcedo, I think that's how I pronounce it, The documentary was, quote, deep in post-production. She also reported that millions had already been spent on the project. That sucks. Man, Uh, that sucks. Because, you know, despite what you think of Vince on a personal level, and and if these allegations are true, which it seems to be, from a professional wrestling standpoint, if you just look at it through the lens of pro wrestling and what he was able to accomplish bringing pro wrestling to a worldwide scale... That sucks if, it, if a documentary was scrapped. Uh, and yeah, you also wonder too, 
as a quick side note, with Vince McMahon, if, if he steps aside or whatever, if he's not able to get the mud off his face on, from this, does that affect like matches? Meaning, like, does The Rock not want to be associated with WWE because of what Vince did, and therefore we don't get a Rock Roman match because of this? You know, things like that. I don't know. Something, to, something to chew on. Uh, so let's continue on. I won't read the whole article. This isn't story time, but Stephanie McMahon, daughter of Vince, if you didn't know that already, is currently serving as interim CEO and chairwoman. She was appointed that position in June after Vince stepped down. And Stephanie has yet to comment on the latest news. And she hasn't tweeted since July 4th. Previously, she had commented on the documentary saying that the date of the release was still to be determined. It is scheduled to be released in 2022. Um, um, okay, so she's talking about the documentary, but that, of course, isn't happening now. McMahon is the not the only higher-up facing sexual uh, facing allegations of sexual misconduct. They're also investigating John Laurinaitis uh, for similar inappropriate relationships with same staffers as Vince. So apparently they um, kind of took whoever and um, paid them off or got sexual favors from them and decided to pay them off to be quiet. Now, the more the most fascinating part of this, of course, does this news really shock anybody that Vince has done this? No, it's just a matter of you know, will it ever come out? And it has. And I'm sure there's more that we don't know, we'll never know. As well, you know what, this is this is not uncommon, right? Sadly, this is not uncommon. You could probably predict that this is happening at some level in every major organization in the entire United States. I mean, I'm talking like big mega organizations and it's sad well, this is probably happening. Um, and it's not like there's an allegation of rape, but it is not a good look on WWE or Vince or Infid- you know, especially with uh, Linda McMahon in this whole thing. What does she think? She can't be too happy. Does she divorce Vince? Does Vince step aside? Um, but you know, w- with all of that said, the most interesting question to me is who leaked this stuff, right? Who leaked it? Why did they, what were their motivations? Simply get Vince out of office and Vince out of power. Figure that they had some dirt on the boss, and they have they have some kind of agenda. You know, th- this didn't happen by accident. You know, somebody didn't accidentally hit send to the Wall Street Journal with all the information about a potential cover up of sexual misconduct by Vince, right? Like that didn't get accidentally forwarded to uh, the Wall Street Journal that broke earlier. You know, uh, about a month ago or whatever it was. So, you know, you also wonder who and what are the motivations. And do they have more that if Vince doesn't cooperate or step aside, they'll leak more? Does somebody actually have some some stuff on Vince that are? Uh, and of course, this is all speculation. But does somebody have more, you know, blackmail essentially on Vince? And does Vince cave? And there's so much. You know, we we are only hearing what the public is supposed to know. And we can only speculate. So I don't want to spend too much time on this because there's a lot of more fun things to talk about in the world of pro wrestling. Uh, so, But I had to talk about this because it was a breaking news story this week with Vince coming out. And uh, you, know, you, you do wonder, is Vince going to appear on Raw or SmackDown again in double down defiance? Did I just have a, a, the three Ds, double down defiance? Yeah. You know, you do wonder. With this being, you know, feeling the thing is, we all know Vince McMahon to some degree, and he's a guy that will not back down. We know this. Even public, the public people know this. Like, or the public people. The public in general know this because we've seen documentaries. We've heard, we've heard numerous stories from people about the actual personality of Vince backstage. So we get a bit of a glimpse into the man himself. 
And the man himself has a big ego, and I understand why. But will that ego be ultimately his downfall as he continues to potentially trot himself out there as some kind of act of defiance? I mean, I, I don't I, I would be shocked if he comes out like this week just to come out and say, welcome to Monday Night Raw. And then he goes backstage. I, you know, what? I shouldn't say I'd be shocked because Vince, when he did what he did a few weeks ago, just to come out, I said, you know, he's got to say something shocking. He didn't say anything, which was the most shocking thing and went to the back for his own ego and his own like, you know, I guess his own uh the well-being of the company at least in his eyes to try to make it look like everything's fine people still love me all is well right so anyway there's there's tons to get into this i mean you could take a hundred different angles does vince actually step aside does stephanie take over where's triple h in the in the pecking order of things now you know does vince stay uh just step actually step down but still maintain control from a distance like there is so much to d- that you could dive into. It's really mind-boggling. And until we hear hard, concrete evidence, it makes a good podcast episode if you're going to make that a singular topic. But until we have actual news to report, like we just did here, about what the, the, the conclusion is for Vince, what he's going to do with this information how he reacts, you know, that is the stuff that you know, I'd like, we, we can sink our teeth into and we'll talk more about as the news comes out. But certainly fascinating, and it's a heck of a time in WWE right now. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I mean, and, and we're only seeing like probably the smallest fraction of what's really going on. All right. Well, uh, outside of that, you know, of course, we can speculate about Vince stepping down and all that uh, when it happens or, or talk about it when it actually happens, if it does. But uh, welcome, everybody, to the WWE podcast. If you want the ads and uh, all that stuff removed, you want to just be able to listen, go to patreon.com slash WWE podcast. Okay. And if you are on WWE uh, Patreon, you're probably hearing this going, I already got it. Well, thank you very much. So a dollar a month gets all of those ads out of the show. There is there are no ads at all. You just get to hit play. Don't have to worry about skip. 
and all is well. So there is that and WWBpodcast.com. You can sign up for VIP and go there and get ad-free everything and video and everything else and uh, Apple Podcasts too. There's an ad-free button on the Apple Podcast app. So cool, cool stuff. Let's let's move into actual WWE fantasy land. And I always do a heavy focus on SmackDown. And this week is going to be no exception because Roman Reigns returns. And also on the show, there was a planned number one contenders, not a championship contenders, whatever the hell the difference is here. You know, uh, again, I think championship contenders is simply a way for them to make any match that doesn't have an actual stipulation feel more important than it actually is. You know, it's almost like saying that if the person who wins the match wins the match, because like wh- whoever comes out victorious wins. Because if you are facing somebody, especially if they're a champion, or I don't know if they have to be a champion, if it's a championship contenders match, isn't it implied the person that wins is probably going to be in the conversation for a championship opportunity? You can't just give this vague prize. Uh, you'll get you, you might you'll get some kind of opportunity down the road. But anyway, we got a true number one contenders match between Drew and Sheamus. At least that's what was advertised. And I have a I, I was not happy with the way SmackDown ended at all from a logical standpoint. And I'll talk about that later. And, and this is not a show that I'm going to be super negative on. But the ending really pissed me off uh, just because of the way that they presented it and the way it was done and how illogical the, 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 the whole thing was. So we'll talk about that uh, in just a few minutes. But Roman Reigns, of course, enters SmackDown's realm again as 650 or 660 days as champion and closing in on that 700th day. But he had Paul Heyman, or he said that everything, life is good, and I work out, and I came here in my private jet and did all this, you know. Um, And Paul Heyman addressed the fans and said that this is a different beast because he's backed into the corner and that Lesnar is a threat to Reigns' supremacy, um, but they also don't know who's going to face the champion at Clash at the Castle, Drew or Sheamus. Again, this already, already predetermines the outcome that Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre is happening. It's happening at Clash at the Castle, and that's it. I really believe Drew McIntyre versus Drew Roman Reigns, which has been planned for many months, is happening at Clash of the Castle. So, sure, Theory could cash in. And you know what? Here's a quick spoiler. Here's what I think is going to happen. Roman is going to beat Brock. Theory is going to try to cash in. Roman Reigns, uh, or rather, Theory attacks both Lesnar and Reigns. Lesnar retaliates. F5's theory maybe theory gets back up spear in the middle of that theory had cashed in and then we have roman reigns uh retain after the help of inadvertently an f5 i mean there's there's ways to do it you could also have theory turn it into an automatic triple threat when things look like they're uh you know at his advantage you know so there's a lot of things that they could do ultimately it's going to end with roman reigns standing tall them talking about how two years ago at this very SummerSlam, they crowned 
a new universal champion. And now two years later, we have an undisputed WWE universal heavyweight WWE intercontinental European heavyweight hardcore champion. That's what they're going to tell us. So that's, that's all I can imagine. The crowd's going to boo and that's it. And hopefully Brock Lesnar just, just if he comes back for the love of God, just move on to some, I don't don't care if he faces our truth for the 24 seven title. I mean, just get him out of the championship picture with Roman. You know, that's all you need to know about how fans are sick of something when the WWE has to just transparently say, hey, don't worry, guys. I know this has been happening a lot over the last seven, eight years, but it's going to be the last time. So hang your hat on that. You know, that's that's not a great way to sell a match when you have to convince people to try to care by advertising it as don't worry, at least it's the last time. Okay, (laughs) that's that's essentially what they're saying here. Oh, God, Uh, it's true. But we had uh, Paul Heyman seem nervous. He was shaking visibly in the ring, trying to sell us on the fact Brock could actually beat him. He ain't going to beat him uh, as Brock continues to just be brought back to lose to Roman. So that's it. Uh, moving on here. I mean, of course, we had Theory lurking around the ring. He he came out and he was uh, like just there to taunt Roman Reigns or play the, the much feared mind games the one that you know everyone does all the time apparently according to byron saxton so that that's it in theory you know he cut a quick promo backstage and nothing to really write home about but theory was there to just as as uh i guess the storyline goes send a message to roman that hey i'm still here i'm gonna you know you better watch out that's all it was so uh all right, you know what? I'm just going to talk about the main event because it's it's really irking me. It's it's really it's burning me inside. Now, the main event was billed throughout the entire show that it was a number one contenders match. Winner gets the champion at Clash at the Castle, i.e., Roman Reigns at Clash at the Castle in September or is it August? I'd have to look at the dates. And. How how the hell it's not Roman? We don't or Drew. It's just impossible. But this match ended up being Butch versus Drew. Now I understand the the heel tactic of trying to back out of a match because you're making excuses because you don't want to face the the baby face. You, you you're cowardly, right? You you want to be able to find a way to get out, and Sheamus tried to do that. You know, Seamus was feigning that he felt sick or something. Was that was that what it was? Yeah, he was he was saying that um, he had COVID or he thought he might have COVID. And he talked about the testing rules or something. That's the first time COVID's ever been used in the storyline purposefully, <laughs> I think. So a, a, a debut of COVID onto the scene here. But this was ridiculous. I I have nothing against Sheamus versus Drew. It's a tried and true formula. They're actually really good friends in real life. Everyone knows this. Their history of growing up at 19 and wrestling together, growing up together, they're dreaming together, and they're, yeah, all that lovely, gushy, mushy stuff that I can't stand that WWE brings up, but it's true, and it is. And so the, the problem with this is, though, that Sheamus gave up his spot to Butch. So you don't have the power, as Adam Pierce would 
very clearly, quickly say, to manipulate the match stipulations. All you can do is say the match, you know, I can't compete, the match isn't happening. You can't substitute somebody in and then have the person, your opponent win that match, beat the person that was substituted in, and they still don't get the victory. It made no, or, or, or get the, 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 uh, what the stipulation, what was on the line. In other words, Drew should still be number one contender right now. He should have won it. Now that, that wouldn't make sense from Sheamus's perspective. Why would he put the fate of the number one contendership in the hands of Butch? But logically, you can't just step aside and decide, well, I'm not going to compete but Butch can step in and we're also taking away the prize of the the championship match. That's not how it works. There's no consistency with Adam Pierce coming out or, you know, I thought that he was the only one that made the matches around here and it had to be official. Yeah, there's no consistency, of course, because it all becomes it's official and it's in the storyline when it's convenient for the storyline. That's all. And with Drew winning here, I'm like, oh, so did he just win the number one contendership? Now, we all know he's eventually going to. But that made no sense to me. And number two, why would Drew suddenly decide or Seamus suddenly decide he doesn't want to face Drew? Why why doesn't Seamus want to suddenly face Drew? He's faced him like a hundred times. All of a sudden, he's his character has developed a fear or a phobia of Drew. Why? Why would you also not want to take that opportunity? And get like why why would you not want to take that opportunity for a number one contendership and feign that you are sick? What's the benefit to you on that? I mean, really? I don't understand. Like, okay, so let's just take it at face value, okay? S- somehow Seamus, or just for argument's sake, even though these are just egregious, Seamus is able to manipulate the match, right? He's able to take himself out and put Butch in and take away the stipulation that the championship match is on the line, right? The person who wins gets the opportunity. So let's just for argument's sake, which you could stop right there, but let's just go further and take that all away. Okay, fine. Now you have Sheamus versus, uh, I'm sorry, Drew versus Butch, right? Drew wins. Well, how exactly did that benefit Seamus? Why would you remove yourself in a main event of a show, feign an illness, at, at, for, at, at, at what benefit? This, is, this was just ridiculous. Now, I'll read, because uh, a, a, um, since I gave my analysis, I'm not going to be piggybacking on anybody else's, but now that I've given you my thoughts on it, here is another another popular websites, I won't name it, um, their review of this. They said, talk about a deflating ending. The advertised number one contenders match was swapped out for a a short squash match. The pyro, oh yeah, thank you. Okay, Um, I'm so glad they brought that up. I didn't read any further. I want to talk about the pyro because I forgot about that monstrosity. So I guess the idea was, for I guess for Seamus to feign an illness so he could take himself out of the opportunity to see Butch lose to then try to beat down Sh- uh, Drew who Drew just took his sword and did the WrestleMania ending of chopping the top rope 
so he sliced the top rope and somehow beyond that's just silliness that we know drew is never ever 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 going to hit anyone with that sword ever just in case i'm not clear but we're also supposed to believe that somehow he has absorbed the abilities of kane i mean was that the secret all along that all you have to do is just slice the top rope and the pirate like the, the the fire comes out of the fire comes out of all four posts is is that the, the the trick that we've been missing that was ridiculous who thought of this how does that even relate to anything i guess they just wanted to do something a little different with no purpose by the way just other than what we saw at WrestleMania, because we saw this at WrestleMania with Drew. I think he sliced the first top two ropes, and now apparently the uh, ropes are a uh, a trigger for the gunpowder or whatever to go off. Not gunpowder. It's uh, whatever pyrotechnics they have to create the fire in the in the uh, in the ring post. I mean, they just wanted to make it a little different, and it may yeah, it was different, but it was stupid because it made no sense. Now let's continue on with uh, this particular website. The pyro made absolutely no sense. Things were shaping up well with several moving parts to the main event title picture. Reigns, Lesnar, Theory, McIntyre, and Sheamus were all involved, as well as subplots moving Moss and Lashley, or involving Moss and Lashley. Unfortunately, on um, the only match on Friday's story did not happen. That's a major bummer. It'd be quite forgivable if there was some sort of emotional response to, to the delay or if it was exchanged for something of equal value, but that did not happen. The audience was simply stripped of the remain event match. Yeah. Now, Drew and Sheamus isn't exactly something we haven't seen before. Of course, we've seen it many, many, many times, but still, that's not something that WWE does often where they advertise and advertise and advertise, and they don't give you something of equal value, even that very same night, to the people that paid their money to see this. They got a very flat, short, like this website said, uh, just squash main event. Made no sense. The pyro made no sense. I would love to talk to the people, the creative that came up with this this main event. This was just, just completely void of all logic. It was ridiculous. So, absolutely, it's just it's just plain stupid. Is all it was. So, all right. That's how I feel about that, guys. I I, I hope I didn't. I, I was a little, you know, I, I know I'm kind of foggy on how I feel. I need to be more clear, but hopefully you got it. All right. The Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivar, defeated Jinder Mahal and Shanky after they hit Mahal with a double powerbomb. The New Day saved Shanky from a post-match beatdown, but they were again laid out by the Viking Raiders, who I think it's the third week in a row that the Viking Raiders have beaten down the New Day. Fine with me. I, I actually have no issue. Not Of course, New Day getting beat down is it was always fun. But seeing Eric and Ivar get a bit of a repackage, it, I guess it's it's an evolution. It's not a totally different uh, a totally different gimmick. But to me, I, I have no issues with this. They feel their entrance music has been rejiggered. Their, uh, their, their costumes have been redone. I love their makeup. Great stuff. I mean, I, I have no complaints right now with the Viking Raiders at all. And so, okay. Gunther. Yes, I annoyed some of you by the pronunciation of that. I'll say it again just in case you didn't hear it. Gunther and his associate Ludwig Kaiser refused to have the Ring General defend his Intercontinental Championship 
in a scheduled open challenge. They described any champion who wouldn't fight who would fight a mystery opponent as foolish. Shinsuke entered and challenged Kaiser instead. Here's the thing though. I totally agree that even as a babyface, you look stupid when you allow anyone to challenge for your championship. Why? Why does anyone deserve what you've tried or presumably scratched and clawed for years to get? Oh, I want to be a fighting champion. But what about championships having prestige and value? What about that? Are you saying that anyone's qualified at all, all the time, anytime for a championship? Why? Doesn't that devalue the championship itself? That, that anyone qualifies for it? So Gunther and Kaiser are exactly right here and something that I've been arguing for a long time. So they didn't get the open challenge, which is fine with me, but Shinsuke did challenge Ludwig Kaiser. Kaiser loses, and then we get uh, a punishment of three really difficult uh, to hear and watch chops from Gunther to Kaiser. And he took it as punishment, almost like lashings. It was rough to watch, uh, but good stuff, though. It shows you the commitment Kaiser has to to Gunther, and it also shows you the uh, the, the, the relationship. It, it I, I think, added depth to Kaiser not just being this, this man that comes out and is a spokesperson, spokesman for Gunther, but you see the relationship's a little deeper that he would take physical punishment from Gunther. So there is that there, and I I enjoyed the hell out of that. So, all right. Well, let's take a quick break and give the sponsors of today's episode a little bit of love. And then when we come back, we're going to finish out SmackDown and talk a little bit about Monday Night Raw. And, of course, a little bit about SummerSlam sprinkled throughout the show, too. So, everyone stay right here. We will be right back. If you want thought-provoking discussions, great guests, and plenty of laughs, go ahead and check out the Culture Podcast with Jeff and Ant every Monday morning, wherever you listen to podcasts. It's where hip-hop and life intersect. Also, check out the website, theculture.one, for even more content. The Culture Podcast, inspired by and for the The Culture. So in addition to pro wrestling that I need every day, I don't know about you, I need coffee every day, and I need quality coffee. That's why I go with coffeeofvalhalla.com. They get fresh roasted specialty coffee roasted the day it ships to your door. Again, it's coffeeofvalhalla.com. That's coffee of V-A-L-H-A-L-L-A-V-A-L. H-A-L-L-A.com because the owner is a former service member trying to take care of his battle buddies. He donates 50% of the proceeds to StopSoldierSuicide.org. So order today and use discount code 10OFF, all one word, for a 10% discount. Or you can subscribe and save 15% off of your order. So go get some coffee again at coffeeofvalhalla.com. Coffee of V-A-L-H-A-L-L-A.com, guys. And also donate to a great cause and have a great cup of coffee, guys. Coffeeofvalhalla.com. Welcome back to the WWE Podcast. Let's get back to more great wrestling audio.
Okay, let's go on to the newly crowned SmackDown Women's Champion, Liv Morgan, who celebrated her win over Ronda. She was interrupted by Natalia and Ronda Rousey, but it ended in a match between Ronda and Natalia where it was a, I mean, it was an okay match. Ronda was doing a nice job of selling her knee injury, quote unquote, and we got a victory by Rousey over Natalia in a ankle lock. So Natalia taps clean to Rousey and Liv Morgan. I think it's probably got a limited number of days as champion. I hate to say that, but I, I have a sneaking suspicion Liv is going to lose that championship at SummerSlam. I, I'm very concerned. If you're a Liv Morgan fan, enjoy every second she has that championship. Uh, and, and, of course, Rousey is just insufferable on the mic. And if she could stop doing her little stupid side smile after every sentence that she whispers into the mic because she can't put her mouth on the mic, like she has to step. Listen, guys, this is how Ronda Rousey gets a promo. Hope you're ready. And Natalia, I'm I, I'm going to show you what a real badass woman. It's like Rhonda, put your mouth up to the microphone and put some bass in your voice. So much for the baddest woman on the planet. Yeah, you know, hold on. You know, I'm gonna Google Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey's uh, final MMA fight. I, I want to know the last time she had a, a UFC fight. When 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 is the last time? She had UFC. Where where is it? Uh, well, she had the Holly Holm thing that happened on November fifteenth, twenty fifteen. But Ronda Rousey's final fight, guys, uh, that was on December thirtieth, twenty sixteen, the main event of UFC two hundred seven, where Ronda lost the fight in round one and in a uh, TKO, technical knockout. So, hey, <laughs> I mean. Look, where exactly and does does she need to recertify? Is there some kind of board or agency that she needs to recertify this title that she's claimed as the baddest woman on the planet? I'm fairly sure that the current UFC women's champion or Amanda Nunez, who beat Ronda Rousey in round one, uh, could probably qualify for that. Yet we are just taking it at face value that Ronda is forever and ever because she has just taken that marketing slogan as the baddest woman on the planet. Uh, we're, we're just it's it's a a title that is in perpetuity. It's just forever, no matter who or what anyone else is doing in the mixed martial arts world, karate, wrestling doesn't matter in amateur in the amateur world. Uh, it doesn't matter. Ronda is just forever the baddest woman on the planet, guys. But she has not had a UFC match since 2016. Six years ago, and she lost that. The year before, of course, as I mentioned, she faced Holly Holm, where she just went into hiding uh, after that, and she lost to her in 2015. So when's the last time she won an MMA fight? Wait, when was that? Eight years ago? And, and, and again, we're supposed to just believe that she's the baddest? I'm sorry. I have a problem with this. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have a big problem with this. So, all right. I just, I'm not a Ronda Rousey fan, as you could probably tell. Okay, Max Dupree. I, I'm not going to even try to make my voice higher than that. If you think I am, you are mistaken. He unveils the 2022 tennis collection, who is modeled by <laughs> Massey and Masur, I think. Massey, I love it. I, I know. 
some of you may think that I think this is garbage. And on some level it is, but is it kind of a guilty pleasure of mine? I don't know. I'm interested to see what the payoff is of this. What is this? Does WWE know? We don't know. I mean, Mace went from, you know, lighting the ring on fire and vandalizing WWE headquarters to uh, coming out in tennis shorts and showing off his thighs and shaving his legs. That's the evolution of Mace, i.e. Masse. Mansoor, or Masse, whatever they want to call him, uh, yeah, he has certainly gone from hometown hero every time they go to Saudi Arabia to now in super tight tennis shorts and showing us his his uh you know his shots in tennis and and his strikes whatever whatever you call him I'm not a tennis guy but you know what <laughs> I I don't hate this I find it entertaining particularly when the commentators try to oversell it but they know they're overselling it and especially Corey Graves who gets behind it and he tries to sell it it's it's kind of funny I, I this to me though is a boy if it was back in the even the ruthless aggression era when Stone Cold was a sheriff of Monday Night Raw or co-GM or whatever that's a this is a perfect segment for the glass to shatter is it not and, and just have him come out and just hit everyone with a stunner and, and pour beer all over Max Dupree and and his ma- maximum male models I like Max Dupree why I feel like some of you are probably like what? First of all, you know the guy doesn't have any care. Or he's not doing anything. This is an entertainment segment. Yeah, it is. It's weird that I don't hate it, isn't it? I don't know something. Something ain't right with me right now. But I don't hate this. Is it the? Do I love it? No. But I've certainly seen worse on WWE, and maybe it's because the bar is set so low that I don't hate it. But I don't. And I'm interested to see what the payoff is. I don't know how there can be a payoff to something like this. Does he just continuously recruit the male, like people that don't have anything going on in their careers and tell them to go shave their legs and, uh, you know, put some tight shorts on? Maybe. I mean, (laughs) but either way, Max Dupree, I find it as an entertaining character. I mean, obviously heel. So I don't know. I'm on board. I got to say. So, all right, Lacey Evans comes out, doesn't get the reaction she wanted, immediately turns heel. She came out three times, didn't get the reaction she wanted. And, yeah, at least to the level that she said she wanted it to be. And we get the heel turn that it's been rumored for for how many weeks now that she actually is going to be a heel despite all those emotional, like, heart-pouring segment she gave us a couple of months ago about her dad and my dad wasn't here there and there and here and I wasn't there for graduation and no one was there for me when um I sound such like a d-bag don't I but it's just like now I think they used it too much I don't think this is was the this was not supposed to be the original plan for Lacey Evans I don't believe I don't believe Lacey Evans was supposed to get to this point I don't think the fans took to the heartwarming uh I guess outpouring of her real life as maybe they had hoped. So they just decided to say, Oh, screw it. Let's turn you heel then. But anyway, she ends up knocking out Aaliyah with the woman's right and running down the crowd, calling us disgusting. And that, uh, you know, 
I, I pour my heart out to you and I'm going to get the damn respect I deserve. You guys better cheer me, all that stuff. So I, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate this. You know, the, the, I, I'm glad she's not into the, uh, the whole NXT gimmick she was in with the outfit, though. It's just like Lacey Evans being Lacey Evans, and I had no problem with this. I didn't. The Usos then defeat Los Lotharios via pinfall after hitting the 1D on Carrillo. Kind of a quick match. Nothing really to write home about. The Usos just continue to win. And then uh, they maintain that they defeated the Street Profits despite the interview they had. And they said that they they blame the referee for the error. And Kayla Braxton let Jimmy and Jay in on a rumor that a special guest referee is being discussed for the rematch against Ford and Angelo Dawkins at SummerSlam. I don't know who that could be. I'm sure somebody out there is smarter than me. But, yeah, I mean, so we we kind of had a feeling that they'd go back to Jay and Jimmy versus the Street Profits at SummerSlam. It's a smart, safe uh, move that I totally get and I agree with. And uh, We had, let's see, Morgan versus Natalia is booked for next week. And Natalia will receive a SmackDown Women's Championship opportunity if she beats the champion in the non-title match. So that is uh, that was really SmackDown in a nutshell, everybody. And next week also, too, we get Mad Cat Moss versus Theory. So there is that, too. And maybe Sheamus versus Drew, except for real this time. Boy, what a disaster. What an absolute disaster that was. Just ridiculous. So, uh, let's see. I'll run down Raw really quick here. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on it. We got, let's see, uh, the opening segment with Drew, or rather Bobby and Theory. Uh, we got the Mysterios versus Judgment Day, which came back. And they, let's see here. The Mysterios did end up doing, oh, they did the Eddie Guerrero finish, which was fun. I enjoyed that. The Miz versus AJ Styles, where AJ Styles won. Uh, we got, let's see here, uh, Natalia and Carmella versus Liv and Bianca Belair. We got just uh, Ezekiel versus Seth Rollins because, you know, catch up. Yep. But a good match. I remember that actually being a match that I enjoyed way more than I thought I would with uh, Ezekiel and, and Seth. But, uh, and then uh, let's see, Lashley and the Street Profits versus Theory and Alpha Academy. Good match. Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits win. And then Gunther versus R Truth. I don't know why Gunther's on SmackDown, or rather Raw. No one knows. And then in the main event, that happens every single week. Just kind of a plug and play match here with Oscar versus Becky Lynch in the main event. And in a street fight, though, or uh, no disqualification, where Oscar was put through a table from the second rope via the manhandle slam from Becky and Becky picks up the victory. So a solid Monday night raw. All right. I, you know, I don't think it was the worst show ever, but I don't, I am just so put off by the 4th of July antics, food fights and, you know, hot dog eating contests. Don't forget guys. Yeah, there was a hot dog eating contest. Akira Tazawa wins. Make sure you mark it down guys. Never forget. You'll never forget the day that you heard Akira Tozawa won the hot dog eating contest on Raw. I mean, you'll remember the moment, the day, what you were doing. That's how important that is. So, well, everybody, 
Thank you for joining me here on the WWE Podcast on the Week in Review. Tomorrow is Anthony DeMarco and myself covering the current state of WWE. Tuesday is a Week in Review. Wednesday is the Mailbag. And also, I am airing myself, or I, I'm not airing myself. I, I'm creating a show every single Saturday night at 8 o'clock on the DuPont Now Network, DuPontNow.com. And I do an hour show covering the week events of WWE and looking ahead to SummerSlam. So that's what I'm doing. It's actually, it aired uh, a couple hours ago here. So get yourself signed up there and go give us a, give us a watch. If you want to see me do video, I do it once a week for an hour now. So pretty cool deal. So thank you everybody for listening here as always take care and I'll talk to you next time. If you want thought-provoking discussions, great guests, and plenty of laughs, go ahead and check out the Culture Podcast with Jeff and Ant every Monday morning, wherever you listen to podcasts. It's where hip-hop and life intersect. Also, check out the website, theculture.one, for even more content. The Culture Podcast, inspired by and for the The Culture. So in addition to pro wrestling that I need every day, I don't know about you, I need coffee every day, and I need quality coffee. That's why I go with coffeeofvalhalla.com. They get fresh roasted specialty coffee roasted the day it ships to your door. Again, it's coffeeofvalhalla.com. That's coffee of V-A-L-H-A-L-L-A, V-A-L. H-A-L-L-A.com because the owner is a former service member trying to take care of his battle buddies. He donates 50% of the proceeds to StopSoldierSuicide.org. So order today and use discount code 10OFF, all one word, for a 10% discount. Or you can subscribe and save 15% off of your order. So go get some coffee again at coffeeofvalhalla.com. Coffee of V-A-L-H-A-L-L-A.com, guys. And also donate to a great cause and have a great cup of coffee, guys. Coffeeofvalhalla.com. Thanks for listening to the WWE Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a show or head to wwepodcast.com and for all of these shows ad free head over to patreon.com slash wwe podcast until then we'll see you next time